Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. As I speak right now, there is a great First Amendment debate playing itself out, argument in front of the Supreme Court of the United States. And it has been quite some time since I have had the opportunity to offend many of you in the audience by saying that if you want your sports figures pointing at the sky when they score a touchdown, I'm okay with it, but when they fumble or when they throw an interception, they must point at the ground and blame Satan. Okay, that's my rule. Sometimes you like to say Lucifer. I'm just Lucifer. <laughs> like, damn you. Damn you, Lucifer. I've fumbled. But of course, it never happens. It never happens. The survey question of the day today at Smirconish.com. And I must say, I hope I got it right, but it's, it's hard. It's hard to put this in, in a short sentence. So here's what I'm going with. Is a high school football coach who preys on the field exercising his right to free speech or violating the establishment clause of the First Amendment. This is the high school football coach named Joseph Kennedy. The school is called Bremerton High School. It's a public school near Seattle, Washington. Interesting footnote. He's now living in Florida. One of the issues that the Supreme Court will have to address is whether the case is moot Because he's no longer in the area. He wants his old job back, theoretically. How's he going to do his job if he's now living 3,000 miles away? He says, hey, I'm here caring for a sick relative. Don't worry, I'll come back. But what's unique about this case is that both sides, it has to do with a high school coach who prays after the game. And both sides are pointing to the First Amendment. He's saying, hey, and he'll probably be supported by this this very Trump-influenced conservative Supreme Court of the United States. He's wrapping himself in the First Amendment, saying, this is my free speech. And similarly, the school is pointing to the First Amendment and saying, if we let this go on, because this has the, he's a coach, he's on that field because he's a coach, this has the imprimatur of state action. Therefore, if we're allowing him to pray surrounded by his players and opposing players and some of the other coaches and so forth, is this not the establishment of a religion? 
you know, what about he's offering a Christian prayer? What about the Muslim kid who plays on the team? What about the Jewish kid who plays on the team? Are they now going to feel, geez, I want to stay in coach's good graces. So I best I guess I better get out there and pray as well. Amy Howe at SCOTUS blog. I posted at Smirconish.com. It's in the newsletter today. She has the most complete analysis of what's going on here. Can I just read you a couple of things? Kennedy is not just trying to get his old job back. He's also hoping to win a constitutional clash at the intersection of three First Amendment rights. The right to worship, the right to free speech, and the right of students to be free from religion imposed by school officials. How do you, I say parenthetically, how do you square all three of those? He has a right to worship. He has a right to free speech. But wait a minute. The school has an obligation to ensure that other kids are free from religion imposed by school officials. Kelly Shackelford is the president and CEO of the First Liberty Institute. They're representing Coach Kennedy. They say a victory for Kennedy would be a victory for everybody that would merely reaffirm the rights to freedom of religion and free speech. Then again, there's Rachel Lacer, the president of Americans United for Separation of Church and State, which represents the school district. They warn that a ruling for Coach Kennedy would be a, quote, radical departure from decades of well-established law protecting students' religious freedom. What else can I tell you about this case? Oh, interesting background. So he gets offered this gig in 2008. He's channel surfing at home one night, and he comes across a 2006 movie, rings no bells to me, called Facing the Giants. It's about a football coach who turns a losing streak around after deciding to praise God after every game. And so Kennedy decides that he would do the same thing. He pledged that he would give God, quote, the glory after every game, win or lose, right there on the field of battle. And that's how it all started, and that's what it was. Once the football season began, he explained in an interview, he would just turn, face the scoreboard, take a knee, thank God, and walk off before his players were even done with the fight song. But, of course, what happens is people take note of what he's doing. It becomes a thing. He's not asking anybody to join him, but you can understand this. He's the leader of the team. The kids look up to him. Several want to start praying with him, and now some of the opposing players want to pray with him. I'll bet some of the parents wanted to pray with him as well. And and it, it like just takes off. Now there's a back and forth between he and the school. Is this proper? Can he do it? At some time along the uh, chronology, a uh, letter goes out, tells him that his actions at a particular game had violated the district's policy. It offered other options for him to pray after games. For example, you can pray privately or you can pray after the crowd has left. But he then continued to pray in the manner that he had, so he gets put on administrative leave. When the season ends, a recommendation is made that this guy not have his contract renewed for the following season. He didn't apply for the job. We're now at 2016. Instead, he went to federal court where he argued that the school district's actions violated his rights under the free speech and free exercise clauses of the First Amendment. The district court declined to give him his old job back. The litigation then continues. The school reasoned that his players that his players were not protected by the First Amendment because he was acting as a public employee. Pardon me, that his prayers 
were not protected. Right. He He's not like a random private citizen because he's a public employee. He's acting as the government. That's the point. Um, what does the school district say? The school district said that, hey, we could be sued here for infringing on the First Amendment's Establishment Clause, which prohibits government entities, including public schools, from endorsing religion. Now comes a panel of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, notoriously, you know, the most progressive uh, appellate court in the land. They uphold a district court ruling, which was on the side of the school. The Ninth Circuit stressed that when Coach Kennedy prayed on the field, which he could access only because of his job as a coach, at a time when he was supposed to be speaking with students, he was acting as a government employee whose speech is, is not protected by the First Amendment. But even if Kennedy was acting as a private citizen, the panel said the district court still acted properly because a reasonable observer who was familiar with the situation would regard his religious activities on the field as, quote, stamped with the school district's seal of approval. And like the district court, the panel then ruled that the school district's need to avoid violating the Establishment Clause justified its efforts to restrict his religious freedom. It's a really interesting case. You can argue it any number of different ways, and it's all about the First Amendment, and each side is cloaking themselves in exactly that. Also says Amy Howe, there's no evidence in the record, as the coach stresses, that students felt pressured to join him in his post-game prayer. To the contrary, the coach says in an interview, only two players ever expressed possible discomfort with the prayers. One player who described himself as an agnostic and a second who said that he did not believe in God and did not want to participate. Right. But I can imagine wanting to please the coach. I'm not going to say a a darn thing to him. The school district counters that when Kennedy prayed at the 50 yard line after games, everyone from the district to students to Kennedy himself all saw him as a coach. Not as a private citizen. Indeed, the district notes, Kennedy testified that his coaching job, which included serving as a mentor and role model, was not over until the last kid leaves. So, uh, yeah, this is the latest um, politically, ideologically charged case where I I think that you're going to see Coney Barrett and you're going to see uh, Justice Kavanaugh and you're going to see Clarence Thomas You're going to see all the conservatives probably unite on the side of the coach. But you can, you know, you know, it's funny. I I always hear from people who say, just apply the law, just apply the Constitution. This is a great case for when I say the Constitution is pliable. I'm, I'm sorry, the Constitution is, in a case like this, whatever you want it to be. Here, here's the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's the First Amendment. So if you're the coach, you are saying, hey, Congress shall make no law prohibiting the free exercise or abridging the freedom of speech. And if you're the school district, you say, wait a minute, the First Amendment also says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. So to all of those of you who say, well, just apply the Constitution, I say, which part? 
Which part? That's the survey question of the day. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. I think Craig in Colorado has a very interesting take. Go ahead, Craig. I won't steal your thunder. Um, I just don't think that it's applied fairly. Frankly, if this coach was Muslim and they prayed to Allah at the end of the game, can you imagine what would go on? Um, I, I'm not going to speak. I want my last name. I'll tell you quickly. I was an administrator, and we had a student change their valedictorian um, speech that was approved. And in the process of that speech, in front of 5,000 people, told everyone that if they are not Christian, they should accept Jesus Christ into their life and move forward uh, with Christian beliefs at a graduation. It was totally unscripted, was not approved. And it's an issue, but it's the same theory. If that student was Muslim and said, you accept Allah into your life in this ultra-Christian community that we're in, it would have been hell to pay. So we do not apply, we do not apply the same freedom of religion in Amendment 1 equally. It's only based on our Christian religion that we do that. 
Therefore, you, we must yeah, remain you, separate church and state. So were you in an administrative role at the time of that commencement address? Were you on the stage and therefore yes. in a position of having to decide, uh-oh, no. what do I do now? I was, I was actually in charge of producing the show oh uh, or the event. Uh, the uh, administrator on stage at the school are the ones who hand out diplomas. There's not an official administrator handing out diplomas. I will tell you that that student's diploma was held until there was resolution, which became a, a classic, we're sure. going to sue everybody of course. because we have Christian religion rights. Yep, I get it. And, I, and I can imagine. it was originally resolved. <clears throat> if I were the, I say if I were the administrator, I, I think I'd be sitting there and I'd say, okay, if he or she gets it done in the next 30 seconds, all right, I'm just going to let it pass. But if, if, if it keeps going on and on, now I'm in this untenable position where if I go up and try and, you know, ask them to stop, then I'm going to incur the wrath of a lot of these pa- people in the community and the parents who are here. It's like a, a zero win. It was, it was a zero win because the diploma was held until – um, at the time, we just gave away diploma covers, a national diploma was held uh, to prevent students from misbehaving. We, yeah. we rarely would expect a valedictorian to lie about what they were going to do, submit a, a speech, and then change the speech uh, on purpose at the event with no control. Um, so that's why we only give away covers and the diploma later that students was held <laughs> until resolution. Either way, held to pay. Right. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't appreciate that. That's one of the reasons why you don't get the diplomas because we just want to make sure. Uh, thank you, Craig. We, we want to make sure that everybody behaves properly. Then we'll give you your diploma, and you're finally done. Very interesting. Uh, Don, Louisiana. You see no constitutional issue for the coach. How come? I'll I'll go through it step by step. Congress shall make no law. Congress hasn't made a law. If you take the 14th Amendment and you apply it, the states shall make no law either. The state hasn't made a law. The school board hasn't made a law. The coach didn't make even a rule if you want to go so far as to say a rule is a law. So the coach made no rule. However, it also says that you cannot restrict the free exercise thereof. The school board obviously restricted the free exercise thereof when they fired the coach. This wall of separation is a judicial doctrine. It is not the Constitution. It is an activist judiciary applying what it thinks the Constitution should stay instead of taking just these verbatim words and saying that's what it is. It's like, it's like the old commercial. Either it's in there or it's not. Like Mama's, uh, I think it was the Campbell's soup. It's in there. Well, this isn't in that. So it I have a count. I have a question. That's it. In in okay. In what scenario? Uh, just sort of wipe the slate clean. In what scenario could there be a violation of the establishment clause as it relates to these facts? Can you paint me a picture where you would concede there is a problem? Yes, I can. If the coach redu- restricted playing time. Put somebody on the back bench. If the school board or the school said everybody must participate, if the school made the coach do the prayer on the 50-yard line, if they made it 
But yes. may I interrupt? Aren't you aren't you the guy who's then going to call me and say, well, Congress didn't establish, and by the 14th Amendment, the state didn't establish. What's the difference? Well, I would say that because the school board is a subdivision of the state, as yeah. every local government is, Dillon's rule, I believe, out of Kansas, the state giveth, the state taketh away. So every government below the state level is a subdivision of the state. Therefore, that would be the state, in essence, making a rule, violating the 14th Amendment, thus violating the First Amendment. Why is the coach not a subdivision of the state in the same way? He is, but he didn't make a rule. He did it. But he did not make a rule. He did okay, not now make a this, rule. It says now this is really no right. law. Yeah, this is really the rub of the case because I think we're now at it. The coach says, "Hey, I did, I, I was doing it alone." The, truly, he says, "I decided to take a knee alone, and these people just started to follow me." I can't help that. I'm not asking them. I'm not holding it against. These are just people who want to do similarly what I'm doing. And the response is to say, well, yeah, but you're in a leadership position and these kids may feel compelled to do it. And and I got something for you, Michael, uh, Mr. Spiriconis. I graduated from Douglas County High School in 1989. And if you you Google Douglas County school system in 1989, there was a a Supreme Court that went all the way to the Supreme Court about a, a gentleman in the band who was in the high school band who protested because of all of that. And I'll be honest, I almost went to jail because I refused to not pray. Me and my felt much my all got together. We decided we were going to hold the prayer and pass out the prayers as students as a thing. And they wanted to have us arrested for trespassing because we prayed at the event as students. We organized it. And thank God the sheriff in my county said, ain't happening. U.S. Marshals, if y'all want to arrest somebody, Y'all two guys go out there and do it by yourself in front of these thousands, of, five, over a thousand parents. But we not helping. We Look, not getting involved. Don, and obviously Don, they said, well, from we a, ain't got From a help. distance, from a distance, you know, my my intuition, my street smarts, if I have any, tells me this this coach wants this to be a thing. Because if he, if he simply stood on the sideline, closed his eyes, had his hands in a clutched position and said not a word, couldn't he offer his silent prayer and his thanks or whatever was on his mind? The, the idea yeah, he could. Of, okay. oh, no, look, he wanted it to be a thing. He wants this. He right. wanted he it wants to be this. a thing. Right. But, in this, but we have a right to do that. Well, if it were a father from the stands, he'd have a right. I, I'm I'm troubled by the fact that he's a coach. He's in that position, and I think that with it comes some responsibility. Anyway, thank you. This was yours was an excellent analysis. I'm I'm not buying it, but it was an excellent analysis, and I appreciate it. This is the Smirconish podcast from SiriusXM. Spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? 
Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Sean, you're driving through Iowa. You most want to say what? Uh, I think I agree with the previous caller that Congress didn't establish a religion, neither did this coach. So the whole First Amendment can be applied, and it should be a 9-0 because there, there, there is no clause saying that a government official cannot express their religious beliefs. That is an individual right. Right, but I think the he's acting, on, the, on the opposite okay, end here. But he's but here's the one thing I'm certain of. It will not be and you know this too. It will not be a 9 to 0 decision. For that there will not be a 9 to 9 to 0 decision. Larry Maryland quickly, you most wanted to say what? Uh, well, I most want to say that I, I think this is coming from someone who's raised Roman Catholic, rosary, CCD, all the above. I think we can agree that Christians, and particularly white Christians, are the most hypocritical group in the U.S. They always have to bend. They always want freedom. They want to do whatever they want until it intercedes with what they want. The most hateful speak on social media tends to come from someone that has Christian in their bio. And this is just another scenario where you wouldn't want Jewish people doing it. You wouldn't want Muslim people doing it. Lord knows that. But... We must all concede that we should let this good, quote unquote, good you are, Christian you are man painting, have Larry, you time. are painting with a lot of broad brushes in what you just said. Jeff, Fort Worth, quickly, you most wanted to say what? I wanted to say that these kids are old enough to make their own decisions. There's groups out there that think 16-year-olds should be able to vote. They can, uh, they can, they can have abortions. They can make tons of decisions. So these kids were not forced. If they're old enough to do those things, they're certainly old enough to join a prayer. Um, there was there's no way that the coach forced anybody to do that. And I, you had mentioned that they 
maybe compelled to do so. Well, a kid may be compelled to sell more may tickets feel. for the may, fundraising may feel. thing. With, or, no, 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 or may with, feel uh, compelled. A, a weight training yeah. program they disagree with. Nah, if, if I I, I so hear you, he didn't. You know, he didn't say anything. He didn't even say. He didn't even, as I understand it, he didn't even say, "Hey, who wants to join me?" But I am number three on the depth chart. Okay, and number one and number two are, are good Christians, and they're over there. I'm the agnostic or atheist kid. What am I doing now? Oh my gosh, I, I guess I got to go over there now and take a knee with Coach. Uh, Bill, upstate New York, quickly. You most wanted to say what? A government employee should respect the fact that there's separation of church and state. If you want to pray somewhere, do it somewhere where you're not a government employee. And uh, like that man said before, if a Muslim went and did something, look at Kaepernick, what he did. He didn't even pray, just knelt. It's like you're a government employee. Just do what you're hired to do. You're not the preacher. You're not proselyte. And that's pretty much it. And free speech is not a broad blanket uh, that says you can say anything you want. Obviously, we censor the radio. You guys censor the radio. You censor or people censor television. You know, Hate speech. If that's sure, I get it. Speech. I get it. Yeah, I love your scenario. Colin Kaepernick finally realizes they're not letting him back in the NFL. So he takes a high school coaching gig and decides, I'm going to, ch- I don't know his faith. I'm going to make him Muslim solely for the purpose of my hypothetical. And now he is coaching in a high school somewhere USA. And he decides that if he's going to roll out a prayer rug at the end of the fourth quarter. Not asking anybody to join him, but he's just going to roll that prayer rug out in the end zone and face what? East, I think. Uh, now what? Now what? Yeah, I'd love to see where everybody lines up in that hypothetical. Uh, Scott, Virginia Beach, quickly, you most wanted to say what? Well, I'm with you, Michael. First of all, I'm always skeptical in these types of situations if these people are not uh, provocateurs uh, for a cause. Uh, So I do believe that, as you mentioned earlier, why couldn't this coach do it in his office before the game someplace else and – this idea that the coach doesn't have to say anything but still isn't impacting the kids. Anybody who's been around sports or teenagers knows that's a bunch of malarkey. They, they, they know what the coach is doing. Coach, so coach wants some I guess, drama. I, I, but yeah, what I'm curious about was, was that a proposed solution it, before this reached the Supreme Court, that, that the coach could go off, that the school says, look, you can pray before the game, but just do it in your office. So just do here's, it under the stand. I'm going to I'm going to punt. I, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to punt slightly and say, go in today's newsletter or at Smirconish.com and read Amy Howe's very lengthy discussion of the facts. And I think therein lies the truth. I don't want to say what I think with any sense of certainty because I might be wrong. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and 
producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Mm-hmm. 